In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Reach out, touch face. These are clothes. You guys, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. It is Tuesday. You heard from me maybe this morning saying help. Um, uh, I'll fill you in on what's a little bit of what's going on. But that, of course, is uh, North, Northwest, the iconic Northwest. She was singing at her dad Kanye's fashion show, I believe, in Paris in 2019. So that was a little bit of her freestyle, which I think is amazing. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm playing Northwest because... We are privileged to have somebody that I am so I was so excited to talk to today. Uh, she is a friend of mine, actually, and I had no clue she was behind one of our favorite Instagram and Twitter accounts at Nori's Black Book. So she is pretty much she has pretty much been tweeting uh, thoughts from the character of Northwest for the last eight years. And in uh, two weeks ago, she was on. Keeping up with the Kardashians, Kim and Chloe finally met her. And if you guys don't know, I do a Friday recap on this show. And, uh, you know, I consider the Kardashians family. Um, I might actually probably see them more than than Rob Kardashian does at this point. No, um, I, uh, you know, I, I joke about the Kardashians a lot, but I, you only you only joke about the ones you love, except for Jax Taylor or Teddy Mellencamp. Um but I was so excited when it was because uh, it was a secret that this is who was behind the account. So it was very exciting. So today's episode, we get to talk about that entire experience. We get to talk a lot about her thoughts about what's going on in the Kardashian universe. And also, I just think it's really I got to say, I think I love uh, the last there's been a couple people in the last couple weeks that have really inspired me because it shows that there's so much more. Um, to behind all this silliness uh, that we do. Like, there's real dreams. There's, like, people with real talent. Like, Natalie is a flippin' great writer. If you go on that account and read any of those captions, to me, that's art. And I can say that with a complete uh, straight face. So good. So talented. And I can't wait. She's been on the podcast a couple times. 
Um, so I cannot wait for you guys to hear her again, but also to take us behind the scenes, uh, how it all happened, how she started the account. I think this is just a really great story that I think you guys, even if you don't like the Kardashians, which remember, love them or hate them, that's still an emotion. And that's, uh, that's good. That's what we're trying to do in this life is, I guess, have big emotions. <laughs> um, so earlier today, I, I, I've been, um, I don't know when I'm allowed to make this stupid announcement. It's not stupid. It's great. Um, but we're switching a lot of things over. So I do have to say, if you're on Apple podcasts, there has been some consistent issues happening over at Apple and I don't know what it is. And I'm so sorry. What I would recommend if you're not getting the episodes right when they hit the feed, unsubscribe and subscribe again. And hopefully, because how it works is if you subscribe to the podcast, the minute I hit, um, publish, it should go right to that RSS feed. Uh, if you don't subscribe, if you're just looking for them, sometimes it'll take 12 hours to show up on Apple. But I've been talking to people lately where they've they've been subscribed and the new episode isn't playing or it isn't up. And that is just bizarre and it's hard because Apple doesn't really have an 800 number where I – so it's always like emails. It's always a process. It's really frustrating because I want you guys to hear it as soon as it's out because it usually involves pop culture that's happening right then and there. So – uh, and I've also got to stop telling you what I'm going to do the next day because that never seems to happen. Uh, Bill and Becky Bailey will not be on today. They will be on tomorrow uh, alongside a lawyer um, uh, where we'll be discussing something fun. And I'll be doing a lot other pop culture stories. Just just me. It'll be just me and you. I got a lot of stuff I need to catch you guys up on. And then uh, we'll be closing out the, the week with other interviews. So um, I guess just please I, I'm uh, please keep listening. I guess that's the, the whole point of this is because, um, so basically I, gosh, I'm going to a, I'm going to some, I don't know. I'll just tell you when I'm allowed to tell you. I don't, I don't know how to say it, but just keep listening. Uh, subscribe. Thank you so much for rating and reviewing me. Uh, five stars on Apple podcasts, all of that jazz. And, uh, here is, uh, an interview with somebody that I, I just love dearly that I've met through the internet. Natalie Franklin, the creator of at Nori's Black Book. Oh, and also her in private Instagram is at Natalie the Hero, and I'll put that on the uh, the timestamps as well. Okay, uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Uh, welcome to another episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Now, uh, you guys know I do a Kardashian recap on Fridays after the Thursday night show, and. I am exhausted sometimes after doing that because after so many years of watching them, they are like family and there is so many amazing things about them and frustrating things about them. And uh, there is an account online that is always, I mean, I think it's cracked all of us up and it was kind of like that Dumois kind of a thing where I, I just was happy uh, thinking it was Northwest this whole time. And then it turns out, on the Kardashian episode, like I talked about, she was revealed. And then I had an out of body experience. Cause I was like, I know that person she's been on this podcast. She knows the Kardashians very well. So ladies and gentlemen, the account is called Nori's black book. Of course, that is uh, short for Northwest. Uh, but the name is very familiar to you guys. She is a Kardashian expert and a pop culture expert. Her name is Natalie Franklin. Welcome back to the show, Natalie. Um, thank you. It's weird being here, like in this capacity. You know I guess I mean? that, yeah, of course. I mean, I guess the, the big question is why all the lies? <laughs> why all the lies? Oh my God. Right. And protection, right? <laughs> <laughs> protection straight up. I've uh, never been so happy for, se well, 
I, I've never been so happy and so scared for somebody at the same time because right. you guys, if you haven't watched it, I, I, she meets Chloe and Kim at the end. And I was like, is this going to be like a gang initiation? Are you going to get jumped? Like, uh, and, and then you guys just had a nice lunch, but I just, I was, I was so nervous the entire time. Were you nervous the, the entire time? I was very, very nervous. Um, because basic, well, first of all, it happened in quarantine or like, you know, when California was shut down. So that's why we're outside, <laughs> if you were wondering, but also I hadn't really even talked to people, let alone them in forever. <laughs> so it was a lot of like, I had nothing to say because nothing was going on in my world. It was at home most of the time. By so the way, that's how we should all come out of quarantine is like somebody yeah. from the Kardashians is assigned to us. And you're like, I got Rob. Oh, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's what it felt like. And even like, I mean, what we didn't see a little bit is Kim comes to the table. She's like, what have you always wanted to ask us? And my question off the bat was, how do I take a good picture? Like, and by the way. Like they taught you how to, you took a fabulous picture, which you guys all put on the Instagram when this comes out. You guys have already seen it, but you were posing perfectly. You didn't, you didn't read nervous at all. I would have been sweating my balls off. You did not I look. Nervous, I, got, I got to the place first. So I had time to like do some affirmations in my head and like tell myself, enjoy this moment. You deserve this. This is going to be fun. You, know <laughs> you deserve I mean? it. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, well, I get okay. So we got to take it, but let, let's take it back before we yes. catch up to this. Is so you guys don't, if you guys don't know what she's been on here before, is because she had one of the best Kardashian podcasts out there uh, with uh, uh, Kathleen Lee, who's been on the show. It's called Say Bible, which I don't think you guys are doing episodes any longer, correct? Correct, because I got kind of, well, I think Kathleen too, but I won't speak for her, but we got kind of burnt out. Because, you know, keep, I mean, kudos why, to you. Why, the Car the, why the Kardashians, uh, they keep themselves pretty private. I don't know why you right, do that. Right. And, you know, I just feel like at the, I, we had a good time, but at the heart of it, I don't think either Kathleen and I are podcasters. And as you know, podcasting is a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. And if you don't have like a, a spark or fun, like love it, it can yeah. get to a point where you're like, I need this to end. And on top of that, Kardashian stands are probably the worst people in the world. Like it's like the Barnes, <laughs> the Swifties, and whatever Kardashian stands call themselves. And when I say stands, I mean the people that think they can do no wrong. That's what I mean with stands. Like the people that blindly are like, like you can say Kim probably should wear braids, and they're like, you're a hater. Like that stuff is just like, okay, we can't even have like oh, it, decent conversations. It's so weird. It's well, it's like you can't even with Kardashian, it's like. I try to be as jokey as possible, but you can't exactly. comment on like they it's like so gaslit too, is to be like, wait, we all can't agree that Chloe has changed her face a lot. Like we can't even agree that she's like not even like physically, but just face tuned. We can't even agree on that. Like we, we're not well, even she, supposed to say that. And interesting enough, I listened to a podcast she did with when Simon and one of his friends had a podcast called si Best Simon Best. Huck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And her and Malika were on because the premise was like they talked to people and their best friends. I don't think they have it anymore, but um, I think it's like a one episode thing. And she even kind of made a joke like, oh, I met Simon five faces ago. I think I was on my second face when I met him. Like, oh, okay. I, so I, she... Right. And so I tell people, you don't have to be so fragile with these people. I think they understand they're reality show stars and it's you know, it's not Oprah or Mahatma Gandhi or Mother Teresa. Over there. Well, I mean, not, I mean, well, with Chris a little bit, it's Gandhi. Chris Jenner is a little bit of a, a Mother Teresa. Well, it's so funny. I always even, this crosses over not just with Kardashians, but all reality stars is that, you know, people don't understand is that they kind of not, 
want, but they need us talking about them. They need yeah. this, you know, like every press is, is press like, or every, you know, they are, the Kardashians always fool us. Even fool me is that I can't stop talking about them. They cover exactly. every base of anything pop culture. So, I mean, even if you look at it, just basically of like Calabasas of how it breaks down with, then you get the Jenners involved, you get Brody involved, you get the Hills involved, you get David Foster involved. It covers everything, you know? They really find a way to integrate themselves into so many other conversations and corners of pop culture where you're like, they're, they're inescapable. So I think we had a fun moment with the podcast. Like it was a fun, like both of us had just moved back to our respective homes. We needed something to do. And then when it started not to get fun, it's like, okay, it's time to get and the show was ending and like it was but you just even ended the time. instagram account as well that yeah which was a hard work i guess now that you know i do nori's black book you can understand why I had a lot. <laughs> yeah. wait wait <laughs> this is good <laughs> this is like some of my favorite this is a question i've always wanted to ask if i ever interview musicians uh how do you know when it's uh, a song for the band and how when you how you know when it's a song for the solo album because nori is you solo i think because it wasn't kathleen yeah. and then the other account was was both Right. And the other account too, I was, for the most part, all my captions were, unless I was being funny, they were all neutral. Like it was mostly like, Hey, this is what's going on. Goodbye. And I did that because again, the stands who didn't even listen to the podcast would come in the comments there and you guys are, you're so negative. I'm like, this is literally, I didn't even write this article. I didn't write this headline. I'm just reposting. Um, <laughs> like it was just, and we had like a Reddit thread about how just terrible we were um, oh, it's, it's, it, it always turns. It always, you it can always, be, you can ride high one day and then the next you'll be like, you're such a mouth breather. I can hear you right. on the mic. Just choke <laughs> up a little less on the mic. Um, yeah, so, and I told you, I started podcasting in part because of you. I would listen to your podcast and be like, oh, this sounds like fun. And I just did it as a fun little thing. And then when it was, I mean, I felt good about how we left because we didn't, it was nothing like we got terrible and then we had to end or we like fell out. And then oh, I was scared. I was scared. Like I was scared to ask. Cause all of a sudden I was like looking for your account and I couldn't find it. And then I went to, I think Apple and I could, and I was like, Oh shit. And I mean, just because of like, you know, my own, I mean, I was like, did something dramatic happen? I was scared to ask. And I was like, which one of you people, which one of you do I ask? Like well, I was so nervous mm-hmm. to even act. Cause I, I like both of you guys. So I was like, Oh no, I don't, you know. Yeah, no, we still talk all the time, but I think it's funny you say that. Cause I think the that's the Kardashians fault because they're so like, <laughs> what's yes. going on it's yeah even, like there's so many people like oh we thought chris shut you down we thought you guys got this and this we thought you fell out oh now we got tired of kathleen or vice versa but if you listen to the podcast like three weeks before we and that's another thing glad i can clear this up here there's so many people like that's why it, it ended so abruptly well i announced literally the month before we ended we will be ending in a month like you got a <laughs> month notice like before Thanksgiving, this will be over. So get your questions in, get whatever you need. And I oh, just like, understand how hard it is to run a podcast and an Instagram. Like they just think it's. Oh, the it's, it is. Not. It's like two separate jobs completely on top of like jobs that you don't usually get paid for. Um, so, okay. So you have this, do you, when do you create Nori's black book? Like when, okay. when was, and when, what was the thought process behind that? And who knew about it? Okay, so I feel like I can speak so freely here. So I'll tell you like the real reason I created yeah. I can, 
I'll tell you the emotion that went behind it. So yes. I uh, I used to love Suri's burn book back in the day. It was a super popular Tumblr page written from the point of view of Suri Cruz. <laughs> yeah, and of that character used to just talk about other celebrity kids, mostly white kids, of course. And I loved it because it was my type of humor. But I always like, oh, I wonder what if you put black kids in here or like, what if it was more? Because admittedly, some of the kids she talked about, I'm like, who is that? Um, but I was like, this is so funny. I'd love to do this one day. So cut to two things happen. One, Northwest was born, obviously. But I got this job at Gap headquarters and because I used to live in San Francisco. And I absolutely hated my life. Like, I hated that job. And not so much the job, it's the people. We all know people make the jobs, what it is. And I just was so irritated and frustrated at work. I was like, I need an outlet. So Northwest is born. And then shortly after she come, they, the Kardashians come out that Babies R Us line, um, which is baby clothes. And they put North in it. And this is before they were showing her face. And they just showed like a onesie. And I was telling my friend, like, can you imagine being Northwest and you've got to wear this cheap ass Babies R Us clothes, <laughs> being Prada, Chanel, Balenciaga. And so then like a light bulb went off. I was like, oh, I can make like a series burn book version, but I'll make it for North and I can do it in my free time. Or like when I'm really irritated at work, I can just dip out and do it. Like it was basically because it's supposed to be my outlet. It wasn't really supposed to be the super popular thing. Yeah, you were just going to do it to be, show your sense of humor and, and be able to speak from a different voice. And start on Tumblr and where I don't care about followers. I, like I literally thought if I get 100 followers, that would be cool. But I just need something. And like Tumblr was a great place for creatives because it wasn't really about the person. It's more about the content. So yeah. and that's re- literally how it started. And then um, one day, maybe a couple of years later, people were like, you should put this on Instagram which was weird because Instagram is, isn't what it was to, is today, right? Like they have character limits. You can only post one picture. Like Instagram was a weird place before. When I, when, when I was your age, kids, I <laughs> used to walk up and down in the snow. Yeah. Instagram was barely available for Android phones. Like it was a weird, <laughs> it was a weird time, but like one Halloween week, actually I was an extra on the looking and I, I was just like oh bored. Yeah. Oh I was God. extra on the looking that week and I was like, oh. I had no idea you were doing extra work is how I moved to LA. I was an extras casting director, which I mean, if you worked on as an extra, like it's like crazy town sometimes. It's like everybody's asking for SAG vouchers. You're huddled around a, like a pretzel snack, you know, like thing that they put out. And like, I got paid extra once because they used my car. I was like, or if they use smoke, if they use smoke in a scene, they have to pay you a bump, you know? Right. Right. So I was like doing extra work. And so I was like, I'll just move it to Instagram, whatever. And that's literally how it just kind of made a turn. So um, that is like the story how North was born. And I, at the time I started it because I was a big Kanye West fan. Like I've always been into the Kardashians, but I was like a big Kanye fan. I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to give her Kanye's personality. And then as you know, he kind of changed. We've had long conversations about Kanye before, you know, and I right, know right. we both like, uh, have like deep love, but you know, you know, like pull back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's been an interesting journey, you know? Exactly. The journey with him. So I same with North. I made her a journey because first I was like, you know, Perez Hilton and Nicole Bitchy stuff, those type of 
blogs, celebrity blogs, gossip blogs are really big then. And I was like, well, maybe I'll make North like that character where she comments on pop culture headlines. And like, I had played with it for a while. And then someone in my comments said, this is a great, this is a great idea, but you should just have her talk about her family because there's enough there. And then I was like, oh, that's right. I mean, it's so true. well, I was like, do I make her super pro-black like Kanye at the time? Like, I was really like, <laughs> like Kanye at the time. <laughs> at the time, when he was really out there for us, I was like, oh, is my, am I going to make North like this little Angela Davis? <laughs> or, and then that changed. I'm like, all right, well, her personality has to shift focuses a bit. And I, and little by little, she actually became more like Kim and Chris than like Kanye like she thinks she's the best thing ever like Kanye but she's really a lot Kim and Chris like about the brand yeah I mean you explained it really well on the show and you know like to uh Kim and Chloe I just always think it it, it reminds me like I have an acting background but it really reminds me of when you lock into a character and you Mm -hmm. really know that voice so you can get anything thrown at you and you know how to respond like I was I was reading some of uh, it to the audience a couple of weeks ago, your stuff. And, and um, you know, just even that farewell letter, you know, it was just so perfectly written because you know that voice so well, like, you know, these two things. So like, it almost becomes second nature. And sometimes then it's even harder to write, not like harder to write in your own voice because you haven't sometimes fully discovered your own voice yet, you know? Exactly. And I, 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 I listened to that episode and you actually cracked me up <laughs> when you were reading it. I was laughing. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was die. I mean, I was just, you guys, they opened the Kardashian show with them like uh, sitting on around on couches, you know, as they do at their Malibu vacation rental for the summer. And they're reading it, cracking up. And then they get to the line about Chris's failed talk show. And Chris was like, I love Chris was like, it wasn't failed. I was I was taking <laughs> yeah. over for somebody else. And, yeah. you know, it like it seemed like but that's what the best humor is. that it's like so funny, but it's there's like a little bit of a barb, like a little bar because it's truthful, you know? Yeah. When um, I cringed when I saw that because I, I hadn't seen the episode. So I saw it and I was like, oh, we're not reading it out loud. Like it's different in my head. But it's oh, like, my <laughs> nightmare is for any. I mean, it's like at this point. Oh, my God. Like I did a. uh uh uh, go, uh, what was it like a, a Teddy Mellencamp from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? She's coming back. So I did a um, uh, change.org post where oh. it was like, remove Teddy from Real Housewives oh, yeah, of Beverly Hills. And um, somebody messaged me today, it was like, oh, Leah Michelle like this. And I was like, what? Leah <laughs> Michelle is like, and I was just like, I have no, but then I just got scared. I'm like, oh, fuck. Cause at the end of the day, I don't want to hurt Teddy Mellencamp's feeling. Exactly. I think she's super boring, but I don't want to hurt her feelings at all. <laughs> Like there was no way I would ever want to, but at the same time, I got to put it out there. My, my thought or my joke. I think that's my, and that became my anxiety about the podcast. It's like, I'm not, I don't want anyone to think I hate them. I think they're garbage people. It's hard. It's literally it's well, I, I think and some people understand you're literally just commenting on what, what's already out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, what, what you and your limited vision or what they exactly. have put forward what we have seen, you can theorize and I speculate a lot, but those are only speculation. And like you said earlier, we sometimes make bigger stories in our heads and more dramatic stories because everything we get from the Kardashians is insanely dramatic. Like they'll push these stories, whether it be Caitlyn, whether it be Rob's a a recluse, like it just, it's very dramatic. It's very dramatic. Even like when Kanye and Kim were, mind you, I thought we could end the podcast when the pandemic started Cause I was like, oh, this is perfect time because they shouldn't be doing anything wrong. They, 
they ran, they, like, they ramped it up. They really ramped it up. Yeah, yeah. worse the pandemic. I well, mean, wait, I mean, speaking, but, how frustrated were you in when they did air? It was not this season, but last season when all of a sudden we find out fucking Kanye and Chloe had COVID. And I'm like, why did you guys keep this a secret? We could have used you. We could have like right when it was like to like, I mean, Tom Hanks came out as a COVID, you know, like we could have used Chloe saying this is serious. Stay the fucking doors. Uh, me and Kanye both got like, I mean, that was frustrating to me. I got to say, and they're like family. So I was mad at them. <laughs> I think the frustrating part of them sometimes is the stuff they choose to share versus the, the stuff they don't. Like when you find out stuff, you're like, why didn't you say that? We've heard all about the um, the private island party and we heard all about this and that. Like, give us something that will be useful in our daily lives. And it's just interesting. Yeah. The pick and it's like for them to for them to wait, too, for them, like, yeah. we'll, we'll save this for six months and now when, when the season, it'll be a nice surprise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand people's frustration. And, and, you know, it's interesting. This next episode, we found out we find out like Sate has COVID and maybe even North. <laughs> like, <laughs> family have COVID? Well, I mean, speaking of that, do you already have your post ready for when uh, it's announced that North had COVID? Are right. you going to blame it on Courtney and Travis Barker potentially? I'm definitely going to blame it on. I'm, I might blame it on Tristan. Like, um, oh, Tristan you know that's like a petri dish. What's ever happening in that mouth? You know, <laughs> Tristan. He's been the hardest part of this season to watch. Like, well, I don't think Tristan's a bad person. I just think he has a maturity level, and there's some. Um, his intentions, I have to question. Let me just say that because why are you still here? You clearly do not want to be in a monogamous relationship, which is totally fine. You have the fine. option to you have the option to not be. You, you know, not do this, but you will not go away. It's the weirdest thing. So it's it's been a rough season. Well, here. also let me play devil's advocate. You said you know you don't think he's a bad person. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate. I will say he is a bad person and <laughs> I do not. Well, they've given him, you guys, I talk about this. They give him the hero edit. Like all of a sudden I was so frustrated when I saw his talking head and he looked like he was all broad shouldered and he was like, oh, shucks. Oh, whatever you want. We're a team. You know it, baby. And it was like, oh, come on, dude. Like he and and they are, they're giving him the Scott Disick role well where he'll be game for anything. We're like, okay. You want me to act like I see UFOs? Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you want, okay, let's do a, a fake plot line where I act like I'm buying shit from my house, from Chloe's house. He's game for anything right now, you know? Oh, yeah, because he gets to be on TV. Um, also, I say he's not a bad person. I'm listening to spiritual journey. I'm not trying not to judge people. But um, I like that you said they're giving him a Scott storyline because, yeah, they're giving him the Scott storyline when he hasn't put in his time like you don't you just this all just happened like a year or two ago it's not like this has been like a like with scott there's been such a journey right we've been on this like 14 year roller coaster with him tristan you just got here so you're not gonna get the scott benefit of the doubt or like but the same just, treatment it shows how mentally ill i potentially am because like i'll make fun of chloe but like i'm livid at Tristan like I still I can't it's like the Taurus in me I cannot let it go like every time I have a, a visceral reaction every time he's on screen and fucking like Savant or Savar or whatever like he like he watched this Bad. guy yeah. he watched this guy cheat his you know friend now he's hanging around Chloe again it's like I, I just I get so frustrated for as much hard work as Chloe's put in on her body and all this stuff I just and I hate to say I'm not 
doing a Real Housewives of New Jersey where I'm saying she's a broken person, but I am saying there's like a lot of like evidence to guys that she picks not tre- treating her as well as she wants to be treating herself, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think everyone's rooting for Chloe because again, we've been on the journey with her with the Lamar thing and like the whole issue with is my dad my dad like we've seen like every dilemma and so I think it was kind of sad even this season she's admitted to having some self-esteem issues um and so I think we're all like rooting for her and like let's go you you're bad bitch come on because let me tell you right now if I was a Kardashian I really wish someone would try me like Tristan has tried Chloe, I can See, but that's what that's what I want. I want one time for like just somebody to get there because she's got everything on her side. Like she's got everything. and this guy, she wasn't begging to get Tristan back, you guys. Right. Tristan was begging to get back with her, which also yeah. just shows you the immaturity level there of like it's okay to like, you know, you I mean uh, whatever, like, you, but you can have, if you're not with somebody, you can have sex with as many people as you want. They might think mm-hmm. you're a little weird and a little disgusting and all that, but like, you can do that without getting somebody's full feelings involved. I don't know. That's the part that always blows me away. Cause I try to, don't you always try to relate your own personal life with the Kardashians? And it's impossible because I'm a, a, a thousandaire, not a millionaire, you know? And <laughs> yeah, they're not normal. So yeah, but yeah, we're all, we've all been there. So I sympathize in that. But again, like, I think she is such a force. And like you said, it's so much going for herself that you can do whatever you want. You don't really need him. But um, she's got to figure that out on her own. And, you know. Was there ever a part, I mean, figure it out on her own. But, like, you know them so well. I mean, when you met them, were they like, why don't you stay on staff? Why don't you, uh, you seem like you know what we're doing. Like, advise us. Um, I wish they would have because I I would have had some great notes. Yes. Um, (laughs) I would have had some great, like. Like, for example, I, I mean, it wasn't out back then, but Kendall should not be the face of her own tequila. Like, I'm like, you could have just had this tequila and been the owner and nobody would have been the wiser. You can sit. I think the Kardashians have a problem collecting coins quietly. Like, you can make so much money just quietly, but, you know, they're the face of everything. And I think maybe pull back on needing to be the face of everything. That would have been my first option. Because I don't, I don't. I mean, but I'm in no position to say Kendall's cultural appropriating or not on the tequila thing. But I do know it would have helped you to her not to be at the forefront. Well, are you that. potentially saying that Kendall is not in the uh, the landscape of Mexico, finding the <laughs> right anejo and in the anejo? lab? Ro- in Ro- the lab of, I mean, it's just like we know Kylie makes her. We she grounds her own lip kits. We know Kylie does this. We, <laughs> she, you know. I just, I know Kendall is out there perfecting the right Farming. to keep. She's always, she's, and she's doing it farm fresh, agriculturally safe. Uh, and she's been, do, nobody knows this about Kendall. She's been doing this since she was seven years old. And I think this is why she, when she's, we know she, no, but it's like, I was thinking, I, I said that last week was like, does Kendall, like, do they draw products out of a hat and Kendall always just gets the bad one, you know? Oh, Pepsi. Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm like, because I'm not annoyed with Kardashians, but I understand people's angst because they're like, you know, I understand it. I get it. There's this perception that they take stuff from other cultures. There's this perception that they're just always in our face. And it's like, and so any little thing is going to tip people off anyway. But I just feel like sometimes... Like tear, tear a page out of Beyonce and Jay Z's book. Like they, sometimes they do a bunch of stuff you don't even know 
they're doing or you find out later, oh, Jay-Z owns Ace of Spades. Or Jay-Z donated a million dollars over here and he didn't make a big deal out of it. Like, yeah, there are great periods of time where they just disappear and I just assume they're on a yacht and I'm happy for them. Right. And then you come back and it's like, oh, they've been investing in this and doing that. So I think I that would have been my only suggestion that I'm like, you guys have to be the face of everything you do. It actually might help you to play the background a bit, give people well, a, a break. I have a thousand questions for you, but I, how much time do you have? Because I'm, I'm already all over the place just because it's oh, like, oh, I have um, uh, maybe, of course, I can't, maybe an hour. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. Go. So, um, okay. So going back, you put the account on and it's on Tumblr and then does it immediately take off once you find that voice? Almost immediately. Yeah. I, I remember a post, I don't remember what I said, but a post I did about Chris Jenner wearing overalls took off. Like I posted it one night, went to sleep, woke up and it was like growing. I was like, Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, it would, there was never like a stagnant point. Like I feel like immediately people got it, which was a blessing. Well, it's not that I cared, but who knew? who knew? So when I started it, I told this guy, this guy named Troy, I used to blog with, and he lives in Toronto. He didn't get it. So he didn't really care. He was just like, I don't care. I don't understand. This. <laughs> <laughs> and that really was the response I was getting from most people. That's why I just stopped telling people. Like it was never intentional to be anonymous. But whenever I tell someone, the response would be, oh, you're pretending to be a baby. <laughs> yeah, like, well, what, you're making it sound weird. Like, and I kept saying, this has been done before. Like, Surrey's Burn Book has done it. Like, and But they wouldn't get it. So I just stopped telling people. Oh, my God. So it's maybe like, like a handful. It, I don't know. It's it's so funny though because it's like even if I tell like my real like I I consider a lot of people on the internet my real life friends now but like in my actual life before this like I tell them like oh I do a podcast and it's like it's doing pretty good and they'll be like it's awesome man awesome like what acting what is it you know and I'll be like oh it's like reality shows they'll be like okay man well anyways I gotta go family's calling you know like they they have no they're like oh okay so you're still you're still uh, not really proud of yourself okay yeah. Exactly. Like, Good for you, man. Good for you. Not work. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's really, uh, yeah, like Kathleen knew because. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Did Kathleen know? I I met her like right around when I started it and we had a mutual friend and um, she was trying to start her account, which she turned one of her girlfriends dressed up like Kim and Kanye from their paparazzi pictures. Yeah. So she would ask me, what should the captions be? And I, my advice was like, well, you're lucky because you don't need captions. Like your visual is, the is enough. I'm over here like agonizing over a caption. But that, yeah. So when I met her, I just started, but I was telling people then. And she's like one of the rare people that didn't think it was like weird. So, um, so how many yeah, years has it been? Part. How many years has it been then? It's been almost eight. Eight years. So in that eight years, was there any, close calls i mean like i mean did it i know i was talking to demois the online you know like and she and she's very scared right now like not, she just like well she's <laughs> yeah, like she's, she's like she's changing she's okay. using her voice manipulator now and she's mm-hmm. doing all of these things and she has almost a million followers which i think you do as well and she's just like i think it kind of ruins it like people wanting to find out it's like what then then what it's like if ufos exist okay if they exist then what what? Like, I mean, what yeah. are we going to do? Just worry about it? Like, what are we yeah. going to do if we knew it was Natalie Franklin from the get-go? You know, how did, yeah. were, were people trying to figure it out the whole time? Um, I could read comments. or like, who writes this? Who writes this? But um, it's not as bad as 
how do you pronounce that? Dumois? Dumois. 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 It's not as bad as that because I'm not putting people's business out there. Well, I thought maybe because there's like a a fine line between talking about the Kardashians, I figured maybe one of them before this year tried to figure it out. You know, I want. No, no, no. I will say that about them, which is interesting. They never like reached out or like. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. It was never that. They just, I think off the back, they got it and just enjoyed it. My only close call or my only like, oh shit moment was one time Kanye took a screenshot of the account and posted it on his Twitter and his Instagram. And I literally was like, is this, is this it? Am I getting ready to die? Like, <laughs> and wait, what was it? What was like, you going to die? What was he? But offered it with no cap, no commentary. Oh, so I almost was like, oh my God, is this, it's the end. This is it. Um, it's been real. But that was it. He didn't, nothing else came of it. And then I was like, dang, can you at least tag me? Like, do you know how to tag? It's like old man that uses social media. Hey, can I walk you through this? Uh, You're going (laughs) to. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, he just took a screenshot of it and like posted it. And I was like, what does this mean? So I. Oh my God. Um, You do mention in the show that you said, uh, I, 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 I mean, I was cackling when you said miss jonathan blocked me immediately pretty much mm-hmm. and i mean we're of course talking about the one and only food god uh jonathan chebin uh chabon if you're nasty and uh it's um and you call him miss jonathan and you say that in them and they don't even react they're like huh like they don't even go like they just like they just roll with it like they don't even say like oh you call him miss jonathan like it was hysterical yeah um there's a little bit of editing magic that happened. On the- <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. No, but I, I was just like, wow, they didn't even have a reaction to Miss Jonathan. I, I was yeah. like, I hope they, I was like, oh my God, I thought they were going like, to bust up laughing and they just like went on. And I was like, oh, I would have loved if they were just like, like, like knee slapping, you know? Yeah, well. Um... <laughs> so you can't say, but editing, they might yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. They might have. Well, I, was ta- well I just saw that conversation happen. I was talking, they were asking me, like, because we're talking about the account and like the reactions I get, you know, or is anybody, you know, kind of like the question you're having. And I said, I actually brought up Miss Jonathan and how Black China had blocked me. And so. Oh, um, they must have loved, they love the Black China thing. Yeah. I mean, they can show how much they love that. But, you know, they were, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. That's a shame. <laughs> Angela. Um, <laughs> it's just jokes, Angela. But I told them, I was explaining to them that I'm okay with them blocking me or whoever. Because I don't, that's another thing. I've never tagged any of them because I've never wanted to, like, bother them. And it's not really for them. Like, I'm glad the Kardashians, whatever, enjoy it. But it's for the people that watch the show or know about the Kardashians. So I'm fine. Miss Jonathan needs to block me to, because other people are probably tagging him in it. Um, So if he needs to block me to enjoy his Instagramming experience. That's fine with me. But I, mean, I, like, think- I remember him like blocking me on Twitter and I was not tagging him. And I was like, oh, he's obviously just searching his name, you know? Yeah, I think that's going to, but I, I even mentioned that too to them. I said, my character, Miss Jonathan, is strictly based off his diva like attitude on the show and on social media. He's constantly blocking people, yeah. he's constantly getting into like fights or even messaging people, these like wild. 
wild messages. So again, like I would basically was very clear explaining to them, nothing I write is me making it up. Like everything I write. Have a reason for it. Yeah. Exactly. It's based off their actions. So yeah, I was like, Miss Jonathan has blocked me and that is quite all right. I get it, girl. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, if we do have to take a moment of silence though for, uh, Miss Jonathan, that all the restaurants for the most part have been closed. So it's really hampered his cheese pulling uh, <laughs> lifestyle. Um, oh, so I, know, I can't, can't wait to Chicago and eat a big piece of pizza. For it's always just, it's always melted cheese. It's always like the food where you're like, oh, this food actually does need promoting, I guess. Like it's always <laughs> just like right. how melted the cheese can be and stuff. Um, yeah. So you're doing this account. You're making yourself laugh. You actually have a real job. You're doing yeah. all of these things. The pandemic happens. And um, the pandemic happens and, and how does it, was it like on the show where they were all, they said you guys, they were all trying to figure it out. All the friends were trying to figure it out. And then I think, was it Jen that they said reached out to you or something and we're going to offer free KKW product? Uh, Tracy. Tracy Romulus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was it happened just like that. There's a little tweak, but basically it happened. So, and this is interesting. The day before my birthday, the show ends or announced their ending. Then on my birthday, Tracy emails reach out for, you know, KKW product. But I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm going to get drunk. I will answer this the next day because I'm not like I'm not grateful, but I mean, it's lip gloss. I will get back to this when I get yeah, back to they're, it. They're not going to run out of it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'll email tomorrow. So the day after my birthday, I'm super hungover. And I get a DM from Kim and it was like, hi, North, it's your mom. And I was like, oh, crap. So when I watched the show, it's interesting. That might have been Tracy because so many questions to the point. I was like, I know I'm hungover, but this is a lot of questions from Miss Kimberly Kardashian. Because just, just, it was like, just to get the right shade of uh, a product to send me. Yeah. Yeah. Just to send me lip gloss. This is a lot of questions. So I was like, oh, I just responded to Tracy. She's like, great. Oh, we all love your account. We share it in our group chats. And then she's like, how do you, how do you know everything that you know? Yeah, that you guys, that was the thing. And I, if you didn't listen to the episode, uh, you know, or watch it, they talk about how this person has to be in their inside circle because she nailed every piece of the information usually. So it had to be somebody on the inside, which is like, I don't think they understand that they put so much of themselves out there that we all, kind if we pay it, exactly. we all kind of know these things, you know? Exactly. And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, and so I, anyway, we're DMing and I'm like, this is a weird line of questioning. Like, how do I know it? I was like, oh, I just watch the show. I read interviews. I listen to interviews. And she's like, oh, okay. It's so great. I mean, I can't even remember because, again, I was hungover. And this is all the way back September. But I remember thinking, I don't want to, like, tell Kim I have to go. But I am hungover. Like, I can't continue this conversation. Oh, my God. But that'd I, be iconic I, if you said you were hungover. I would have loved to have heard her reaction. Like, oh, hey, my. I'm hungover. Can we talk? You should have sent that picture of her with the champagne bottle, the, the bottle in the club, the liquor bottle. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I think that might have been Tracy, too. Because like I said, that line of question was very, like, how do you know what you know? Da, da, da. So anyway, so I send the email. I send them my P.O. box, which might have threw them off because I send my P.O. box. Um, and so couple weeks later, I get an email from Tracy and I could see the preview of it on my iPad. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, I haven't checked my mail. Because again, no shade, it's lip gloss. So I wasn't like breaking there's, my neck. There's a bunch of melted uh, lip gloss at a uh, P.O. box in Sacramento. Yeah. Right. Because it's just, oh, PR kit. That's great. So I'm like, oh, crap, I need to go get it. Because I'm sure they're wondering why I haven't put it on Instagram or something. Right. Because, you know, I'm 
I'm, I'm still professional. I know why we send people free things in this world because you want them to repost it. So I was actually pretty depressed this day. I was laying in bed listening to Mariah Carey's memoir on audiobook. Actually, (laughs) 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 like my life sucks. I opened the email thinking it's just going to be like, hey, girl, did you get this? Why haven't you posted it? And it was like, oh, and the girls would really like to meet you. Are you interested in coming to meet the girls on Keeping Up? We can blur. They're really nice. They're like, we can blur your face if you don't, if you're uncomfortable. Oh, my God. That would have been so creepy if you showed up with a blurred face like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. No, so I freak out. I'm like, again, delaying the response. I'm like, let me go get this PR box. Then I'll respond. So I go get the box and I'm just like, what is Oh my God, it would be crazy if you went to get the box and there was like four Kim Kardashian's like guards there and they were like, get her, you know? A net falls over you. Yeah, yeah, go, we're going to the compound. Go, go, go. Yeah, Yeah, so I go get it. Then I respond like, yes, I love to. That's amazing. Wait, what was in the box? How much stuff? Like I love free stuff. Oh my God, it's like, I'm not kidding, like 10 lip glosses. It's the whole collection. Yeah. 10 lip gloss, two lip liners, the eyeshadow palette. Um, I admittedly, which is crazy, I thought at most, before they offered me to go on the show, at most I was going to get like a handwritten note from Kim, like, hey, this is, hey, whatever Kim yeah, talks yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> but I didn't get that. But anyway, who cares? And um, so I respond and everything happened super, super quick. Like yeah. I responded. And we set everything up, and like within a week, I went out there. Maybe the two weeks. So, what were what what was the trepidation? Um, was there any trepidation before accepting this? Like, was there like you it know was, what? I had, I had no trepidation. It was almost like I understood divine timing because I always thought I'm gonna have to reveal myself. Ooh, at some I love time. that. The, I love that the divine timing. I love that. Yeah, because. I'd always thought I'm going to have to reveal myself, but what is the right time? How to do it? And I would think like, do I just pop on Instagram stories one day? Do I just make a post one day when she's like 13? Like, Hey, it's been fun, but North has her own Instagram account. Like, like, I mean, you're into podcasts. Like even Heather McDonald has reached out for me to go on juicy scoop. And I didn't. Hi Heather. Yeah. I didn't return that. Not because I, you know, I like, no, 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 no. But I was not, I was like, well, it's not the right time. And like, I'm not going to go, like, she, I think she offered to distort my voice. I can't remember the email, but I was like, nah, I don't feel right doing that either. So it just really was like an aha moment as Oprah says. I'm like, this is it. Like, of course, this makes, who, like, how could, who could write it better to reveal yourself writing this, you write this popular Kardashian account and your reveal is on keeping the Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was too perfect. My only uh, was that it's like middle COVID. We've all put on COVID weight. Um, oh my God. I, I, I mean, I can't like, it's been like the last couple of months have been me trying to take off the weight that I gained during COVID. But like, yeah, like I was used to like, I, I made this comment of like, I understand Adam Sandler's fashion sense now of just like baggy, like I've all I've worn is basketball shorts and like that, because like, that's just my outfit now. And I used to wear full outfits with buttons on them, you know? Right. I have a Snoop Dogg shirt on and like some biker shorts and that's my thing. So that was hard, like putting real clothes on. I had to like beg my cousin, do my hair last minute. I had to do my eyebrows done. Like that was my only thing. Like, well, I look like a human. 
Oh, they should have. They should have brought in like Ariel Tejeda. They should have been like offering to do your makeup and your hair. Ben Atkins should did my hair. Like yes. glam. If Courtney doesn't want to do glam, I'll do it. You know what? That should have been your. Uh, you know, like I'll do it, but uh, no makeup on any of us. We all go that. So you accept it, and they obviously fly you down or drive you down or whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then fly. I'm assuming you meet in friendly territory, Calabasas, somewhere. Yeah, um, near Calabasas, exactly. That's good. And uh, and so, how? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that all their production staff is like really nice and all of that stuff. And and I'm I want to really remind really people. Nice. When something looks that beautiful as the Kardashians do, that's not just cameras. There's a lot of lighting and you don't have to confirm or deny this, but I'm saying like the hills, like these things are really well lit and not everybody realizes because it looks so pretty, but there's like a lot of lights that you don't see making things look that so the camera can pick up that kind of beauty, you know? Absolutely. In fact, I even talked to someone, one of the, the the staff or crew, whatever you call. And I remember afterwards we failed. I said, my only worry is that I want to look good. And she was like, oh, wow. They're the best. You looked amazing. You looked amazing. Thank you. I was surprised too. I was like, oh my God. And you even had cool sunglasses on when you came in. I was like, damn, look at the cool sunglasses. I tried, even though, again, I couldn't buy anything new. So I had, like, I've had those sunglasses on my Instagram before. And I'm like, I wonder if somebody's going to be like, she's always wearing those. Um, but oh yeah, they- you should have, <laughs> what if you, <laughs> never, I was like, what if you showed up and you're wearing like a Reggie Bush uh, shirt or like a, a Ray J concert t-shirt or something like that. Yeah, and just really. Just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Lamar Odom jersey. Like. <laughs> Oh my god, the, the, the disrespect. They <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't even realize what I was wearing today. This is the only shirt that fits though, you know. <laughs> the crew is so nice and I they get along so well. They probably would have been like, Yeah, so we're gonna need you to change before the girls get here. Do we know why uh I mean I know why, but do we know why Courtney didn't come? <laughs> I didn't ask, but I just, <laughs> I, I, just, I assume this is her off day and they made such so she not to film. She works but, um, all the time, Natalie. She needs I, a day I off. There was, there was a poosh, uh, a, emergency poosh meeting. <laughs> oh my God, wasn't that a funny episode when she had the poosh that, meeting the, outside of Malibu and she well, and they're all talking back to her? The poosh meeting no one wanted to go to, which is so hilarious. I love that the, the, the we think Courtney doesn't want to work. That staff is like, uh, it's Friday. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? I like when people attract the same kind of people they are. And I yeah. just think, you know, did you ask him and Chloe if poosh actually exists? I always have a theory that Chris just gave her like a fake website to be like, oh, look, you're doing, you're doing so well, you know? Like Arthur George. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, Chris, the poor woman's working to death on all of her children's brands, you know, the right, ones that right. don't really want to put the work in. Uh, was Chris it's Jenner not- any, any involved in any of this in any way? She wasn't. She, I think she was, uh, from my understanding of just eavesdropping on everything, I think she was at the next location because uh, she, they, she was asking where people were and they were like, we've got to go. Like that's so funny. I thought you know. I always think it's like pretty, like like it almost seems like not relaxed, but like I didn't. I wonder how many scenes they try to fit into a day. You know, like that. Yeah, I wonder too. But because my lunch was super relaxed, like I don't know. I thought a reality show was a little more controlled, and because you know, I I've never been on a reality show. I've never seen one film, so I assumed that they were they would be like, okay, now you guys are gonna talk about this. Okay, 
what it was very like not controlled environment at all it was just they how we long did the lunch time. last we i mean we was said we, hour? We like two minutes of it or something yeah like that. it was like an hour maybe a little bit over an hour and you just ordered a salad and they're having like oh burgers God. and fries and stuff i was like oh my god we're gonna see them all eat salads and we get to see natalie like putting her fork around a bowl like like they always do in the show because i always say like by the time you're like 35 you you've spent like two years of your adult life watching the kardashians eat salad and then they have a fucking burger right there oh my god so let me tell you they they our food comes i take mine out these assholes had burgers and fries and i was like Oh, um, I said out loud, oh, we're not eating salads today? <laughs> like, I said it, because I'm like, excuse me. And so Kim goes, no, there will be no shaking today. <laughs> Kim's cool. very aware. Kim's very, yeah. I mean, like, um, uh, wait, do we know what she, we're going to find out this week if she passed the baby bar uh, on the new episode. We are, but I mean, I, <laughs> it's a public uh, record. So if you but don't know, you can go find out. I couldn't find it. Do you already know? I haven't found out. I haven't looked for it. I think I saw someone look for it and they couldn't find her name. Yeah. Oh, she might yeah. be under a, she might be under another name. Maybe, right? but I, they said on the show that the, the test results are public. So it's not like, yeah, that's what my friend who's a lawyer said too, but she couldn't find the name. So it must be under a different name. Hopefully, because I don't know. I feel like she, but, this is what we're talking about the COVID, right? Wouldn't she just tell us that she passed? Well, that's why I'm scared. Did I don't she think she, I'm scared she didn't pass, even though Scott Disick was helping her run flashcards a couple episodes ago. So, um, How okay. You lose with that study partner. Okay. So when you sit, you know, we see an hour conversation, they look like they were insanely nice to you. Was that real? Super nice. They're, they're like such girls, girls. They, they love to gossip. Um, they love to chit chat. They're fun to be around. I can understand why people are drawn to them. And then I can also understand why people lose their mind when they get kicked out of the circle. Like, I think that if you can, Scott had it made at first when she wasn't like the number one girl and she should just come in the group and leave. Yeah. Uh, but I understand all the pressure, but I, I, it's like, oh, wow, you guys are, first of all, they're gorgeous. Like Chloe's a not. Yeah, like how, how clean do they look? I heard you say that on the show that you think celebrities get like some type of package. Yeah, it's like they get some kind of weird celebrity scrub, you know, like they get <laughs> they get special vitamins all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, glowing. They yes. look pure. Yeah, they Makes look so no They look so good. And I was just like, I get it why people lose their absolute mind when they get kicked out of this group because they're so fun and nice and you really do feel good being around them. But I, uh, yeah, if you didn't have access to them in the way you did, I would totally get it. Like, well, it's like, I mean, anybody that I hear that's around Kim, like she'll always take a picture with them. She's always like really accommodating. But I always yeah. hear that like about Bill Clinton was that like when you're around Bill Clinton, he acts like you're the only person in the room. He's like directly yeah. focused on you. And I imagine that sometimes is probably what they've, because it does seem like they do appreciate for as, as, as much as it is right now they do appreciate where they've come from because it is yeah. really an insane trajectory. Um, were they like, okay, you get to ask us anything. Was there any of that? Yeah. They were like, do you have any questions for us? And like, I mean, did you pepper them with a thousand yeah. questions? Oh, I, you know, like you said, I was so awkward. It's very weird meeting people you've studied because you tend to not have questions. Like, what am I going to ask? uh so how's it going you know well, what i mean like I mean, kind of because you could have asked like i mean i was like are you you know like hey what happened with jordan is it like is are you are you ever, oh, yeah, yeah, ever no, gonna get worked out i would, I would want to 
ask any awkward questions like that like i mean you have hey. to work up to that question exactly <laughs> or that's like the second third meeting question like yeah now i see you third time what the hell is that jordan stuff about um but it was I, like very surface based stuff right like i think my first question was how do you because i I'll, another thing is i wanted them to take me seriously like i'm not here on some stand stuff like i'm not like an obsessive crazy person like I'm a real human I'm gonna treat you like one so like I've asked like how do you feel this now that the show is ending do you think you'll have more free time did they bring up the Hulu deal did they bring up the well the actual show's not in the show's not actually ending did they bring that it actually hadn't come out yet so they had to play it off like well I mean it's not gonna slow down completely but I mean I am looking you know what I mean so um yeah it was I'm gonna say it's like a real human type conversation um yeah except you know. okay wait wait uh, and then like this is if it's a real human conversation like did and this is just a did anybody fart during the meal did it, i mean <laughs> wouldn't it be insane like once i was around one time the the lead singer of radiohead and he farted and i was like no fucking i was like the coolest guy from radiohead just tooted and then he acted like he didn't do it and i'm like it's obviously wouldn't that be great more oh so from God. kim i expect that from her like Chloe would be like sorry kim would be like <laughs> <laughs> or she'd be like chloe what did you do um yeah okay i was afraid though um that kim could smell i don't have cavities never had a cavity but kim has this hidden talent where she can smell cavities so oh. i was like i really hope she's not like in her confessional like the one thing i will say is she had a cavity i smelled it you know that would have I mean? been amazing if when you leave she's like check your molars out just check them out. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> you might want to make an appointment. With hey, me. I just, I really like you. I just want you to, um, uh, so, and how does it end? Like uh, hugs, pick, I mean, we see you take the picture um, and has there been any con, well, no guys, we're leaving out the number one moment, the number oh, one, yeah. the number one moment. The reason why we're all here is Kim goes, let, let's call North and she FaceTimes North. And I was, I was like, Oh, I was aghast because it says Kanye on the phone on the FaceTime. And I was like, is Kanye about to fucking pick up the phone? And then North, North picks up and uh, she's like, I want you to meet one of mommy's friends. You know, this is uh, Natalie. And she's like, not into it. She's just like, okay, hey, what's up? Like it was the perfect North reaction. It was. So what's funny about that is, yeah. So they call North and I didn't even know she had called Kanye, by the way. I saw that on the show. And I was like, wait, we were calling Kanye? But um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I was I was like, oh, holy. And then in my head, I was like, well, of course. I mean, of course he's going to pick up. I mean, he's not just giving her phone to, to North, you know? like. But I think he might have, that might have been what happened. Like maybe the missed call. She might have text, so I want to talk to North now, whatever. But it's funny because she had already told North that she's coming. Like we saw in the car, I told North, da, 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 da. So the fact that she was even prepped on this and didn't care was the best part. Beautiful. Uh, so she calls North. Oh yeah, let me meet. And so North and someone asked me if that was edited shorter to make it look as awkward yeah, yeah. as it was. Absolutely not. It was that from the get go. North barely could look at me, barely said hi, and I loved every moment of it. Like it, it was beautiful. If she would have hung up on me, like I don't have time for this. I'm eating ice cream and doing hot girl stuff. I can't talk, but um, it was great. It was amazing. It was amazing. And the thing was, and even today you pointed this out, it's just like, she's just so good at like North is 
so I mean, North is like coming for your account. Like she's already eventually, <laughs> eventually you're going to have to hand the keys over to her. I think like give it to her yeah. on her 18th birthday or something. But um, she today, you guys, uh, Kim posted or like yesterday or something like that posted uh, Olivia Rodrigo sent her a package and she's like filming it. And the kids are in the background. She's like, uh, Olivia Rodrigo sent this and she knows how much I love driver's license. I play it all the time in the car and you hear North go, no, you don't. Like you hear North, like, no, you don't. And she goes, that's not true. North. I do play it. Don't I saint? don't I play that saint? Do, do not, I not play right. it. It was hysterical. She's really like it, that. She's really like that. So when they, um, when we first, they first got to the table, Kim was like, did you, do you hear North calling me out on Instagram all the time? And I'm like, oh yeah, she, um, I told Kim, she hates you. She really does. <laughs> and I love it. It's so entertaining. So um, I love that. And I, I think that's such a blessing that the account turned out to be just like North. Cause I don't think it'd be as popular if it wasn't so somehow turn out to be so accurate but see that's that's the thing about anything that i think actually travels or has legs because if if you have a grain of truth in it that's like wouldn't people really yeah. people recognize that truth you know and like that's what really makes things magical i think in life and i can't remember if it was on the show because I, I only watched it once and then i'm like okay but at some one point she literally was just eating ice cream and not talking and i go oh north your ice cream looks delicious nothing and I think she might have said thanks a little bit but just nothing and then I looked at Chloe and I said hates me, hates <laughs> me. And the, yeah. Chloe calls true and she just has an hour conversation with you you know she loves you know can't be you oh know. yeah true's like the sweetest little girl she probably would have chopped it up with me invited me over to the house North was like hey girl don't know who you are I don't care but she's seven also so like if I was Addison Ray or one of those other TikTokers, she'd probably have been like a more please tell me please tell me you were like what's going on with Addison Ray like why is she why is she always just hanging around like, I don't think it heated up just as much as when I meet it but yeah I'm like, hey, was, was Scott did Scott kind of like hey what's going on you guys I'm Scott um <laughs> Uh, okay. I know I only have, I, I got to try to wrap this up, but I do need to hear the aftermath of all of this stuff, because what I want to point out to everybody is that this wasn't just like she said, a stand thing. It wasn't like a fan thing. The point of all of this was that Natalie's an amazing writer. This all comes from a really amazing writer. All of these posts are very well crafted. Like I said, if you read that goodbye letter, it is so well written and all of her posts are very well written. And I think that's, what's highlighted in this. And what I loved about the Kardashian episode was that Chloe and Kim said, like, yeah, what's next? Why aren't, aren't you going to be a writer? Aren't you going to be like, you should be, you're really, so what is next? Because there was so much love coming on that day. Like just so much, everybody was so happy. It was one of those things we were all in agreement on the internet, which is very rare that everybody right. was happy about this. So how are we capitalizing on this? We have to capitalize on this. I was very surprised how many people were interested and how many people are like, yes. I mean, there were so many people that were like, I'm so glad you're black. Uh, which I, I mean, kind of. I mean, that's yeah. actually a really, no, I mean, that's very honest, you know? Yeah, because, you know, we're sick of white women oh. doing everything. Oh. And also, too, I get it because the way I talk about the Malikos or Dream, it would be very awkward if, like, a white man or a white guy popped up. And be, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what, if it was, what if it was Drake this whole time, you know? <laughs> Aubrey's just like, <laughs> um, but yeah so I would love to parlay this into like full-time writing I'm really trying to like you know obviously I'm reading the power now 
right now. So I'm like, oh, Eckhart Tolle, you guys. Power of Now is like, I have all of, I I read self-help all the time. And uh, yeah. So I'm practicing trying to stay in the now and not be too concerned about the outcome and just take like really uh, mindful action. So like you said, I'm saying yes to everything, to interviews and like, just talking to people so oh that's that's how we got you i guess geez wow thank you eckhart yeah yes that was good you know i do anything for you but um i just would try to like stay open and not rush it because i'll admit i thought well i thought like it wasn't going to be that big of a deal i definitely thought when the show aired i'd get all these writing offers or like Chris Rock will slide in the DMs and be like, I've got to work with you. You're so great. <laughs> and it just didn't quite happen like that, which is okay. And so I'm waiting, trying to let stuff unfold the way it's supposed to unfold. Well, do you have any, uh, any samples besides, I mean, have you, have you, I mean, cause like, I, I really like, you know, you nailed this voice so hard that it's like, you can nail five voices this hard. Like you could, yeah. right? you know, like, are, are, is that something that you're interested in? Like TV writing? Are you more like, uh, like t- late night talk shows? Are you, because I was even, I, I, I sat there then and tried to capitalize on it for you. I was like, okay, now they said it. So you got to reach out to Chloe and Kim and say, I love that. Uh, is there anybody in the industry that I could send my samples to that you could actually put a word in? Like, I mean, are, is that stuff, uh, stuff going on in your head? It is. I I just don't want to, I don't want to like, not abuse the access I have to them but like again I'm trying not to be so intense and hands-on and again let stuff happen the way it's supposed to happen because you know like I met Chloe and Kim in November so they actually if that was going to happen they've had since November to you know I'm trying to say like let me play devil's let me play devil's advocate though First off, Tristan's yeah. a horrible person. Second off, uh, no, second off, I get that. But sometimes you can like be cool, like like be cool where you lose like not momentum, but you lose. That's what you're saying. I'm saying like you, my friend who's like a producer on like a, a show or uh, used to work with Daniel Tosh. He was just like, you get one favor usually. It's like, make yeah. sure that favor counts. Like don't, you know, think, like you wouldn't yeah. be like, hey, can I get more of those lip kits? Um <laughs> you know, get more KKW, but like, I mean, they really, you really are fucking funny. And like, the thing is like, they really do have connections at some point. I would just say, I, I mean, I just think that that would be one of the the things. Cause I mean, it really is so well-written. Like it really, really is. That's really good advice. And I think, yeah, I need to start taking like more initiative because I mean, it's all new territory for me because I've been so anonymous for so many years. So it's very new to be out and in the front but um yeah so giving your advice and I no by the way and by the way i don't want to sound like an asshole like i don't know obviously yeah, i don't know shit but i just fine. i just think you're like you're it's so good that's the only reason why i want well, you to I keep writing thinking, you know i met zendaya's dad on an airplane a couple years ago and told him about the account <laughs> and like i was even thinking should i, I love that you're like keeping this secret but you're also telling random strangers on airplanes about the well, account <laughs> zendaya's dad i mean you're not gonna not tell zendaya's dad he's not a stranger it. we all know zendaya's dad come on yeah man. so i was like should i text zendaya's dad and be like hey i did a thing and now it's a thing so to your point yeah i've got to reach out more to my network um but yeah it's just it, everything's happening so fast. It's just, so yeah. Rough. I mean, it, 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 it'll, it'll slow down and you'll be able to take a breath here in a second. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So just a couple Kardashian questions and we'll get you out of here. What was your initial reaction when they did announce the end of the show before you knew about the Hulu deal? 
I was pretty upset. Like it's a show. It's like if The Simpsons got canceled or Saturday Night Live, like a show that I've grown to rely on always be there, good or bad, because Saturday Night Live's not that great right now, but I still watch it. Like oh my like god, every because I, I watch I grew up watching it with my dad. I still watch every episode. Same. And now it's like 80%. I hate it. Like, but yeah. I still watch it every I even watch the season for every episode I've seen. Every episode. So it's the same thing. I kind of was like, uh, because it honestly it's a reality show that somehow turned into a coming of age reality show. And I'm roughly the same age as them. So I'm like, oh my God, like our world is changing. But you know, after a while, and then you watch the season, you're like, yeah, it's time to go. Um, well, I thought yeah. last week's episode with Courtney and Kim and that little like you can't even keep a nanny, Courtney. I thought that was like iconic, you know. I thought like it was so funny when you called Ray Mowgli. <laughs> he is when he, before he cut his hair, you could just imagine him like jumping on people from like second story balconies, you know. I have North saying the joke is that he bites people, so every now and then I'll be like, oh, you know, <laughs> we're gonna have to press charges. Uh, but yeah, that, that yeah, every now and then. But I've noticed, which I I understand because they've had such negative stuff going on i've noticed in this season they don't dwell too much on like if there's a fight or the disagreement point it was like over like that yes yeah, yeah. You, got the, calling... you got that scene next where kim goes haven't talked to you in a while and i want to apologize you know and like no Court- i i don't think you can't keep a nanny no I'm yeah <laughs> and i and love like, courtney does all of her scenes on her phone like just looking down at her phone it's like, does she really think that? I'm like, didn't you tell us last season you had to get rid of a nanny because Penelope assaulted her? <laughs> I allegedly know firsthand a nanny that has been, you know, like allegedly. Like it, it, Yeah, it, we've know. all heard the stories from the employees. You know, if you, you read other like, you know, Lipstick Alley or blogs, you hear some crazy stories. But yeah, I, and they were calling Chris the reason they were negative and we didn't really dive into that like we usually would. Like usually that'd be like a, plot c-line for the story or you know for the show but i i noticed they and like even um if you didn't notice so remember the addison ray storyline when they started promoting that there's a scene they posted where uh kim and chloe asked mason where does addison sleep with mom mom. they cut that out of the show i noticed and they cut that off the you know posting on social media and i'm like okay so which i i'm not mad at i'm courtney is had a hard time on this show for like past three seasons so i'm sure it's like hey let's give courtney a break it's not like highlight her so much in that Uh, way scott and amelia what are your thoughts that is just terrible you know you know it's just the age difference is bad and not so much the age difference it's where you are in your life a 19 year old versus someone who's almost 40 just have different mindsets different experiences as I get older, though, I even realize when I talk on the podcast, like even just in cultural references or pop culture exactly. references, I'm like, oh, shit, like you guys don't remember when Alanis Morissette came out compared to Olivia Rodrigo. Like, it's not like this exactly. hasn't been done before. And then you're realizing like, oh, my God, like Scott's like living with that. And this I don't like Amelia for any I mean, I don't know her, but I don't really love what I've seen of her on shows. And it's like that's. And it's just, it's also sad because we saw Scott talk about crap. Like we talked, we saw Scott this season talk about like every day I used to have to wake up and see you in the blogs and it broke my heart. And now I'm like, we know this is happening again with Kravis. And then he's with the milk. All these pieces come together. Yeah. And so it's not so like if he was like 40 dating someone that, or if he was saying even someone maybe in their twenties, it still would be like, oh, here we go again. Right. But the fact that she's 19, you're like, 
can she live a little before you know what I mean like and he has three kids like it's not just him and his age it's all, he has a lot going on a lot of baggage and for like a 19 year old to take well, on and he developed a pattern now we saw it with Sophia Richie into this and like it is true it's like now whatever happens to Amelia like I don't think they're going to last I'm not trying to be negative I just see pop culture and how it works now that is going to be the guy she compares the rest of her guys to for the rest exactly. of her life like because that's happened to like friends that are girls not with scott oh, but like, just, yeah. like they date an older guy and then that becomes like somebody that's there in their head is like a man it's just really bizarre um, and i don't mind like kicking it or whatever it's the the committed serious relationship part that i'm like should that see, be he's, happening he's dressing oh, like a he's like dressing a like a person. like he's dressing like a six-year-old all of a sudden like it's just it's like you know even mason's like come on let's let's age it up a oh, bit grow up yeah, but, like, grow up. <laughs> well, it, like us men, like we men, like myself included, like I said, we are so fragile. We are so like Scott wears all this on his sleeve, yet he always makes the worst decisions. So it's hard to feel bad for him at a certain point because he's yeah. invited all of this stuff in, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, you do not have to say what was said. Was there any conversation between you and Kim about Kanye? No. That was the uh, interesting part. No, there was no. She never was just like, I mean, and so there was never like, hey, can I tell you a secret? (laughs) I wish. Hey, read these text messages. Tell me what you think. (laughs) Hey, hey, what should I write back to Kanye? Right. Give me a good response for Chris Jong-un, please. Uh, No, uh, they did say at the most, we just talked about how North is a lot like Kanye. And they have the same personality or whatever. But other than that, we kept it real Kardashian. Um, I just, um, and and then I guess the last was just, you said it was an out-of-body experience. Um, but seeing, like, seeing something that means so much to you and uh, much to a lot of us, seeing mm-hmm. how that all, like you said, all the lights and all that, like, I just, I mean, it had to have been just one of those, just, I, you said out-of-body, so I don't even know what the question is, but just, like, how weird all of that had to have been. And then having to keep this secret up until two weeks ago, was that just insanity? Yeah, it was all of that because I think meeting them would have been fine, but having to meet them for the first time and it's on camera was like, oh my God, this is like a lot. It was a lot to my sensory. Like there's a camera here and there's a camera here. And there's people around, like people that work on the show. It's not like they're like, all right, turn the camera on, bye. We'll come back and turn the camera on. No, there's like people around. So that was a weird part of it. And then because we kind of played with the idea of maybe FaceTiming with them before I meet. So it wouldn't be so weird. That never happened. So it was just a very like. Oh, fish I out of hated water. that. Oh, my God. Out of the nest, like, here you go, girl. Have fun out there. Because they didn't say like, OK, when they come in, you're going to talk about this. They're, they're just like, yeah, just wave them down when they come in so they can see you. That was it. That was my only direction. So it was a very like out on a limb type feeling at first. I didn't but, know you know, like on. you, you had to be mic'd up. They have to put a mic pack on you. Oh my God. I it. thought it was big time. I was getting mic'd up. Like, yeah. Oh, mic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's always and then, you know, it's so funny because I do watch a lot of reality shows and I said, I was doing affirmations at first I was doing them out loud. And oh, they I can thought, hear it on the mic. Yeah. I thought, well, not that I didn't want to have like a Giselle dad top mic moment. Oh my god! They put the yeah they put on camera. Oh my god! So I stopped talking all of a sudden. I was like, what was that? What was that show? The the documentary, the Jinx, where he went to the bathroom and admitted he murdered that lady. You know, like you go to the bathroom, you're like, I've killed multiple people, and yeah. Every episode of Intervention. 
<laughs> the good reality shows get the hot mic where they put the captions down, like Married at First Sight, when Chris is like, let's go in this room where the cameras can't see us. Yeah. Like, you're still mic. Did you ever say so, a joke that didn't land with them during the meeting? Uh, no. Like that, I, that hung I, in the air? It's really hard to be fully yourself when you first meet someone. So it just doesn't like, happen. Yeah. 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 So like to your point, I wasn't like, hey, that was Lamar. You know what I mean? Lamar? You think you go to his wedding? Like I couldn't. And even though they know my humor on Nori's Black Book, I just was like, I don't know how well it will translate in person. Although has, it, like, has this affected you since in terms of posting as Nori? Like, are you totally uninspired? Anxiety. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. inspired. I have more anxiety just because people know it's me and they can just come to me and say, hey, your crap's not funny or like, what's this? You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, different when I was posting anonymously. You get a little bit more freedom to put stuff out and experiment a little rest. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your art. Versus yeah. now, because even in the comments, people were like, oh, I was so worried this account was going to get changed since you met them. Like, you know, again, we talked about Kardashians always bring on this conspiracy theory. Like there's people that were like, oh, they probably met her so they can shut the account down. Or now they met her so she can not. I think that was my, I think that was my favorite that like, as Chris, like, is Chris going to like sign you to secrecy for the rest of your life? You know? Right. Oh, how many NDAs did you have? I'm like, I only signed one, but I think it's pretty standard for being on a reality show type thing. Um. So yeah, that that I, there's a little bit more anxiety now since I, my identity is out. But like my first post was about Lisa Rena. That was my first out of the closet. Wait, wait, wait. I know I saw that one. What was that? It was. Uh, 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 my moves may be hot, but my best move is letting my teenage daughter date Scott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exciting! I'm so yeah. excited to see that part of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly uh, Hills. Oh, uh, when they get to that, me too. So she can uh, pretend to be so upset. <gasps> I can't uh, believe Amelia. Um, sure. Natalie Franklin, you have done it again. Uh, it was so, it was really one of like, it was one of the coolest moments finding out it was you. And I think that was probably it for a lot of us. How do we support you? Everybody already follows Nori's Black Book. So do you want personal follows? What do you, how do we Why? support you? And by the way, any writers out there, if there's any writers out there or management and all that, flip and reach out to me or to her, not for me to work, but like for her, like she belongs on a show, period, you period. know? <laughs> Yeah, so um, Nori's Black Book, and then mine is Natalie the Hero on all my socials. But yeah, um, just a crazy time. Like even cameos reaching out to get me to start a cameo account. What do you really do? Like, like a little Nori puppet, or like you know, like right, how I'm do like, you? A cameo from me. So. I love that cameos reaching. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. They've wanna... been reaching out pretty pretty consistently, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> What's that? These are clothes. Um, right. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> um well thank you so much for taking your time i know you've been inundated this last couple of weeks so thank you for making time for us you guys you know her go support her for real like this is real shit so we're very proud of you and and just like you're a genius so thank you so much thank you five four three two one was that okay yeah betches